0: Welcome back to another episode of Dream Attraction Podcast. And this week we're going across Pacific Ocean to Hawaii. Unfortunately, Delaney was not there with me, even though I wish you were.
1: Yeah, That's I wish awesome. I did. I wish I was able to go, but it wasn't this trip. But it's going to be next trip.
0: Exactly. The nice thing about living in California is that flights to Hawaii are so affordable. Like, I feel like when I was in the Midwest and I was like looking at flights, like I feel like it would always be like six to seven hundred dollars and I'm just like oh my god that's just like a lot and it would always have like a stop I feel too like either you stop in like San Francisco or LA San Diego so flying like and I feel like this is off season too because we it's like you know the end of September so I feel like that was also a good time because I think it might have been more expensive in the summer because that's when everyone's like going to Hawaii, I feel, or like mm-hmm. spring break, winter break, all that stuff. So I feel like going in an off season is definitely good, definitely benefited us and wasn't as crowded, I feel. But yeah, it was literally within like you can find flights to Hawaii nonstop for like two to three hundred dollars, which is good. I mean, that's still kind of a lot, but you just for Hawaii, that's not a lot actually at all. And mm-hmm. um, you just have to space everything out like purchase things in increments that's what we did you know I feel like when you're planning a trip like we've been planning this for at least a few years now I feel but then we actually booked it in like late spring so we started with the flight and then a month later you do like Airbnb and then you know you do certain activities that you know you're gonna want to do like we booked like a luau and everything and then when you're getting close to the trip you have time to like Save up for actually stuff that you want to do there and like food and gas and everything. So I think that's the best way to do it when you're planning a trip is to definitely do things in increments so it doesn't hit your account like all at once and really overwhelming, you know?
2: Right.
0: We also rented a convertible, which guys, that was so awesome. One of the highlights of the trip because I had never driven in a convertible before. And we rented, it was a Mustang. So the whole top went down and it was so much fun driving that and I'm really happy that we did that because it's just like the little things that you do that make the trip a little more special you know like if we would have done a regular car like it still would have been fun but not as fun and Heather I went with Heather and her boyfriend so that was super fun and so Heather found a good deal through Costco to get a rental car. So that was awesome. Mm -hmm. So that's how we were able to get that for a pretty decent price as well. So that was cool. Um, it's just the little things that you do. Like I was saying to make the trip a little bit better, like our Airbnb was right on the ocean, like our balcony backed up to the ocean. So you can hear the waves like crashing at everything. And so I feel like When you do Hawaii, you kind of have to have an ocean view. Like, I feel like if you don't, it doesn't feel as, like, amazing. And we were able to watch the sunset right from our balcony, like, pretty much every night if we wanted to, which is amazing. You know, you don't have to even leave your Airbnb. So let's get into Hawaii. So we went, the flight is five hours from San Diego to the Big Island, which is the island we were on. And it's kind of crazy to think about because from here to New York, it's like five hours. So it's wild that there's just as much land in between us and New York than there is ocean between us and Hawaii. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: It's actually kind of scary to think about if you're like scared of the ocean, you know, and how vast it is. I was
1: like, like we are.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So I have a love-hate relationship with the ocean. Like looking at the ocean, 10 out of 10. Beautiful. Being around the ocean. 10 out of 10. Being in the ocean, 2 out of 10. Like, not for me. I don't, it's just, there's a lot we don't know about the ocean, and I've read something recently that we know more about space than we do about the bottom of the ocean. Who knows if that's true or not, but I believe it. I was like,
1: it sounds true, honestly. It's
0: just so deep, and there's so many, like, wild creatures in there like you don't know what's floating below you it's just it's scary but we're gonna we're sidetracking a bit (laughs) the nice thing about Hawaii though is the water is so clear and so blue like I had never been somewhere tropical before and I had never really I'd never flown over the ocean before either so that was kind of a new kind of like fun experience for me um and the ocean was just so blue and so clear and so crisp and so warm so since, you know, we drove, or we drove, lol, we did not drive, we flew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, since we flew over the ocean, and it's all the way pretty much by the equator, it, like, aligns with, like, Mexico, and, like, really deep into Mexico. So that's different, because, you know, I think a lot of people think that it's, like, right across, like, straight across from California, but it's not. It's actually very southern, like, down south from Cali. So that's why the water's so warm. So, being that, that we were going over the ocean and everything, it's three hours earlier than California, which is also crazy because you think California's, like, the earliest, you know, compared to the rest of the U.S. Mm-hmm. So, but it was nice because my sleep schedule actually didn't get messed up at all because I was going to bed because in Hawaii, when the sun sets, there's not much to do. Like, it's kind of, like, pitch black there's streetlights but a lot of the big island is very rural like there's not a lot of lighting it's a lot of nature there's not a lot of big towns like Kona is the biggest town and that's when we stayed in right so there's not a lot to do at night like not a huge nightlife scene at all so once the sunset we were pretty much like in bed you know because like what else are we gonna do so the sunset around seven so we were asleep every night by pretty much like eight or nine And then we woke up, then, like, I woke up pretty much every morning at, like, 4.30 or 5 in the morning. And then the sun rose at 6. So, doing that, I mean, if you compare it to California times, if you fall asleep by 9, that's midnight California time, and that's usually when I fall asleep.
2: Mm -hmm. And
0: then that's, like, if you wake up at 5, that's, like, 8 California time, which is the time I usually wake up. Yeah. So, my sleep schedule didn't get messed up, and it was nice because we had full days, like, From the moment the sun rose to the moment the sun set, we were like pretty much doing stuff. Like I would wake up every morning and take the car and get coffee in the sun, in the sunrise. And that was super cool. Like it's nice because being in a tropical setting, you don't like, it's not cold in the morning like it's maybe a little chillier than it is in the afternoon Mm -hmm. but like if you try and do that in California it's like cold and the ocean is cold yeah but when you first wake up I remember the first morning we went down to like the ocean and we were like putting our feet in the ocean and in a shorts and a t-shirt and the ocean was so warm and I was like remember being so shocked because I was like dang like it's literally like the sun isn't even up yet and the ocean is so nice you know
2: mm-hmm.
0: and of course you know like i said we had to rent a convertible so definitely worth it to do that like driving with the top down and everything i was like okay i'm living my best life so <laughs> i'm sorry if you all got annoyed with my posts on instagram but i had been wanting to go to hawaii since i was a kid so this was definitely something to check off my bucket list and something that i'm gonna remember for the rest of my life And so I was just like feeling really like caught in the moment and I wanted to post like everything. And I think some of my friends and family were like, you know, swiping up and being like, I was living like vicariously through you. Mm -hmm. So I think some people were a little like, bitch, we get it. You're in Hawaii. And other people were like, oh, these are so pretty, you know? So I don't know. Two types of people in this world.
2: I'm So uh,
0: what else? Where do I start? The first day we went to the black lava sand beach, which was so nice. Probably my favorite part of the trip. Like I said, like that blue water contrasting with that black sand and black rock. And then the green palm trees and everything was so nice. I was like living my best life there. And the sand is so different. Like it's so coarse and like it's from that black lava rock. So, you know, it's, it doesn't feel like regular sand and it makes for like really great pictures and then they have the sea turtles that are there too, which are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And I bought a shirt from there because I had a little souvenir shop. So I bought like a, a black shirt that's like black sand beach. And I was like, "This is cool, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, and that's and everything I think was surprising to us is that everything is very far, like in Hawaii. Like everything is really like, you know, like it's not like it's not far miles. Why like miles wise Mm -hmm. but like getting places takes a long time because they don't really have highways there like it's and every lane is one lane so if you get caught behind someone that's going slow you either have to pass them which we were doing sometimes or you would just kind of have to bite the bullet and like sit behind them if you were behind like a row of cars because you can't pass all of those cars you know you can only pass one you know because you don't want to get like collided with you know right so that's the reason why it takes a long time to get places. So we went to the Black Sand Beach the first day, which was probably about an hour and a half from Kona. The second day we went to Hilo, which you have to go over the volcano pretty much. And that's on the other side. So that took about two hours. But we went to a waterfall called Akaka Falls.
2: <laughs> and that
0: was nice. Okay, guys. So, like, I, I, I'm I okay with hiking. Like, I'm not a big hiker. But I do like nature. But Akaka Falls, I have to say I loved it because it was very rainforesty and very tropical. So like Hilo is on the other side of the island, and that's the rainforest where you have all those like tropical things that were like roosters walking around.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, there are roosters all over the island, like wild roosters that <laughs> oh were just God. walking around and they were like doing the like that little noise in the morning. Oh my Every God. time I would wake up, I would, I would hear it. And I'm like, wait.
1: Is that where that comes from? Hawaii.
0: Well, it felt like farm vibes. I was like, I thought this <laughs> happened in the freaking Midwest in the middle of nowhere. But here we are, you know, but they're or
1: like the south or something. The
0: south, yeah. Definitely not did not expect that for Hawaii. But um, yeah, so there were wild roosters. So we saw more of those around on the Hilo side. So we went also went and explored these caves, kind of. We didn't go too far in because We were in, like, the rainforest, like, jungle vibes, and I was, like, I don't know what's in here, and there are, like, giant spiders Mm. there because it's tropical. Yeah. So, but the spiders don't go towards the ocean. They're more in the rainforest. So, we didn't see one until, like, the last day we were there. We saw, and it wasn't, like, giant. It was just, like, a little bit bigger than normal.
2: Uh Uh-huh. We
0: did see one, but we'll get more into that later. So... Went to the caves, took some pretty cool pictures. It was really nice to see. Really cool vibes. But Akaka Falls, I liked it because it was a paved path. Okay. So I went through the rainforest and almost felt like the San Diego Zoo. Like we kept saying that like very nice like plants and like big like greenery and everything. You know, just everything was so, there was so much life there. Yeah. You know, and I really loved that. That was probably my second favorite thing that we did was the falls because I I've never seen a waterfall either. So I saw this like huge waterfall and like this green air like rainforest area. and I was like, this is so freaking cool. you know, plus the paved path really helped. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> So then we ate at this really good cafe, which crazy story. So we were kind of looking for places to eat. and Hilo is more of like a small town. There's not much in Hilo, at least that we saw. So we wanted to eat a like, you know, authentic kind of like Hawaiian foods. We found this like cute little cafe. I went to this place called Big Island Candies While we were waiting and I highly recommend that place. They make, you know, like fresh candy right there, like fresh chocolate and macadamia nuts, which, you know, they grow in Hawaii. So that's cool. We wanted to do kind of like a chocolate tour, but it was closed on the day we were going to do it. So we didn't end up doing getting to do that. But, you know, next time. So we sit down, the menu, um, it was called Hawaiian style cafe and the menu, we thought that the portions were going to be really small because it made it, the pictures looked like they were really small. So mm-hmm. we're like, we really want these pancakes. They are called like, oh my God, I have Hailua pancakes, which mm-hmm. is kind of like a Hawaiian sort of like pudding, like coconut custard pudding sort of thing. Okay. So... We're like, oh, these look really small. So then I'm like, well, maybe I'll get an omelet, which I got a volcano omelet, which <laughs> I mean, I just had to, you know, we're in Hawaii. So, and then I came with a set of pancakes and a set of hash browns. So I was like, oh, and I'll get the hailua pancakes on the side. So I'm thinking like, it's going to be pretty small. And then Heather got the Hailua pancakes and she ordered a set of hash browns. Cause so I was like, oh, I'll split my hash browns with you. But she's like, I don't know if it's going to be enough. So we're like debating back oh, and forth. And then, so the food comes out and it's giant, like <laughs> super sized food. And I'm like, and it's hot, you know, cause we're in like rainforest vibes and, you know, humid. So like, I don't eat as much when I'm like hot. So I ended up not being able to like finish most of it. And we're like, damn, we should have split it. And then Heather's boyfriend, Corey, ended up getting like these uh, ribs, which Heather tried them and she said they were really good. I didn't try them, but yeah. So I ended up taking like, the omelet and the hash browns home, and only ate like half the pancake because there were two giant pancakes. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "I'll heat it up." Never heated it up because like you can't really like
1: when you heat on va-
0: an omelet up. You know? And like when
1: you're on vacation, like it's kind of hard to do that. Yeah, um, but yeah, like breakfast food is a little weird, especially think.
0: like eggs. Yeah, just a little funky. But we also ate at this place called Black Rock Black Rock Pizza. And you wouldn't think that Hawaii had good pizza, but this pizza was actually really good. Like, oh. tasted very fresh. And yeah. the pizza that I got, I got to kind of build my own. So you mm-hmm. picked the sauce, you picked the toppings, and then I had leftover pizza. Which I, ended up, I ended up heating up a couple of these after. Yeah. But that was really good. So that was kind of a shocker. It was like I was didn't have that on my, like, bingo card that Hawaii had good pizza.
1: Yeah, that is weird.
0: So... After that, well, I guess let me skip around because I think let's get into a little story time here because, you know, we love a good, juicy story. So on our last day, well, I'm sorry, not our last day. Our second to last day, we're like, let's do something crazy. And I'm like, oh God. So that morning I had gone to Starbucks and I was talking to the barista because not many people go to Starbucks in Hawaii, you know? Uh, but I really wanted a matcha because I've been drinking coffee like every morning, which the coffee is so good there because it's all grown fresh right on Kona. And we did a coffee tour. but We'll get into that. So I was at Starbucks and the barista was like talking to me and she was like, you should get a tattoo. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, do I? Because I've been wanting a tattoo. I have a couple tattoo ideas, which I think I'm going to, you know, do eventually, but I was like, oh no, that's a little too spontaneous for me. I was thinking maybe getting a small one because she recommended a place and like a specific artist. And so I was thinking about it. But then we went to a mall and we were walking around and we saw like this thing for like a manta ray tour where like you kind of swim with manta rays. And we were either thinking that or renting kayaks, which Delaney and I have done the kayak thing before mm-hmm. in the yes. ocean. Um, I mean, it was a memory for sure. It was a memory. But I don't know if I would want to do that again, because, you know, like we were saying before, like, the ocean, we don't really like being out there, and yeah. there's a lot of things floating around out there. I
1: don't know what possessed us that day to do it.
0: We were just, like, I think every trip now, I'm like, maybe, like, do something crazy that you wouldn't normally do. So... We were thinking about this manta ray. I didn't know really what manta rays were, like, but they're apparently huge and they're bigger than us. And I think they weigh more than us. And I'm like, okay, wait, this is kind of scary. And so we're talking to this guy who's like, you know, in charge of like booking excursions. And so we're like, okay, like, let's just do it. Well, I originally was like, no, you guys do it. You guys have date night. You guys do it. Like, I don't want to do it. And Heather was like, no, come on, do it with me, because we were both being scared. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, fine, like, I'll do it. I got peer pressured. So I end up doing it, and we're on this little boat that takes you out into the ocean, which, surprisingly, wasn't that far off the coast. It was kind of, like, by the airport, which was a little weird, because you would think that that's kind of a little bit of a loud area. Yeah. But basically how it works is they put, like, these surfboards out there and they have handles and you have to hold on to the handle like you're planking and then your feet are under a noodle which the guy that sold us the excursion not like he like gaslit us but almost a little bit because he definitely told us that we could have an extra flotation device and that the wetsuit was a full wetsuit that covered your whole body uh-huh so when we get there, they give us a little like wetsuit that just goes over your like, you know, torso
2: mm-hmm.
0: and nothing for like your like legs or anything. And there were no flotation devices available, which Heather and I wanted because we're not the strongest swimmers and you're literally out in the ocean at night yeah, looking at these manta rays. So you have your, you have your mask and your snorkel and I'm like not a huge, I don't know what it is, but I'm not good at snorkeling.
2: Yeah. Like, I feel
0: like I can't breathe. So they're like telling us to get in the water. And I'm like, oh my God, what did I just get myself into? Because I'm like, we so we get into the water and the sun had just gone down. So the water is like pretty much like black, like dark. And then at the bottom of the surfboards, they have this blue light which attracts the planktons and brings the manta rays up so they um they can feed on the plankton because mm-hmm. it's pretty much like tricking the plankton thinking that it's daylight, so they float to the top. but manta rays don't have teeth so they're not gonna like bite humans so we're just like you know pretty much literally supermanning in the ocean floating and the the water was really choppy so we kept having to like hold on to the to the handle yeah and it was like really doing a lot in our arms so freaking the next day it feels like we worked our arms so heavy we were so sore Uh i could barely lift my arm And it's still kind of sore and we did it like, you know, five days ago or something like that four days ago. I don't know. But yeah, it literally was like, cause the water is pushing you and you have to Grab onto the handle and keep yourself from like drifting away from the surfboard, you know? And I'm just not used to
1: like like, moving those muscles. So yeah, that's why you could get super sore from doing it was
0: like your freaking like triceps and my shoulders, everything was like hurting the next day, you know. But I mean, I guess it was a good workout. (laughs) So I don't know what it was, guys, but I felt like I was like drowning when I was out there because water kept like getting into my mask and we kept getting salt water in our mouth and like the planktons at the tops were probably swallowing all this plankton and I'm like (laughs) I'm like this is not I'm not vibing with this but I did see the manta ray like three times because I was like mostly keeping my head up because I was like I can't breathe I like I feel like this sounds so dumb but I feel like I can't like breathe out of my mouth Like, I breathe out of my nose mostly, and when you breathe out of your mouth, you don't get as much air. So I think I was breathing out of my mouth, but it wasn't enough air, and it was giving me anxiety. So then I would try and breathe through my nose, and, like, I couldn't because the mask is so tight around your face. And so it was just giving me anxiety. So I was like, you know, I feel fulfilled. I saw the freaking thing three times. And one time it was really close. It was right under us. Oh yeah. Like literally, like super close to our bodies. Couldn't be like, me, oh but my god,
1: to you for me.
0: I know. Glad it was me, right? That's probably what I would have said like two weeks ago. Like, couldn't be me. Glad it's you. But here it was me on the freaking Pacific Ocean doing this. So I mean, that was cool. When we were going over to the spot in the ocean, um, we saw a full rainbow. Like, which was Hawaii AF. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really neat. I don't think I've ever seen a full rainbow before. Either that or it's been a long time. But, like, you saw the beginning of the rainbow and the end. Yeah. And I have a little video of that. So that was cool. The boat ride was cool. And then taking the boat back, like, there were a lot of stars. So you're looking up at the stars because it was, like, pitch black by that point. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't regret doing it. I think it was definitely an experience. Would I do it again? Absolutely not. I will probably never snorkel again in my life because it kind of gives me anxiety. Not going to lie to you. But definitely one of those things where like if you're on a vacation and you don't get a chance to do it often. Like this is the main thing that people do on the big island. Yeah. Heavily marketed. So I was like I did it. I'm proud of myself for doing it. Yeah. And I don't need to do it again. So yeah. Made for some cool pictures. Um, and then another thing that we did which was kind of towards the end of roller well, last night is we did a luau which originally I didn't know if I wanted to do a luau because I was like I don't know if it's worth it we were hearing kind of like mixed reviews Mm surprising way with Kona it always rains like in the morning it like in Hawaii in general on the big island it rained pretty much every day and that's creating really good soil on the Kona side for like things to grow, like coffee, because it's like you know sunny in the after in the mornings, and then it rains in the afternoon. And there's always like a cloud over the mountain. It makes mountain.
1: sense why it's so green there, and like right. how it's in its tropical, and they have to have that rain in order for that to be like that. So that makes sense.
0: Yeah, because the the Kona side isn't very like rainforesty. It's mostly the Hilo side. So I think Hilo gets like the brunt of that rain like most of the rain and then it comes over the over the volcano and then Kona gets like what's left over I think that's how it works but yeah it it was super interesting learning about that and just hearing how like everything works and everything Mm -hmm. like kind of grows and stuff so the Luo you actually had to sign a thing where it says like if it rains like it's kind of just like the weather and you can't like get your money back (laughs) you know So the Luau was kind of, like, it was open bar. So we had all, like, these, like, drinks that were complimentary that we could choose from. And they had, like, punch and, like, water and coffee and stuff. So, and then we, like, went over to the buffet line and they had, like, Kahlua pork. And they had, like, some beef and coconut rolls. And they had, like, some kind of, like, sweet potato macaroni salad, which was really good. Mm -hmm. And so we are eating that. Um, and then they have, like, the tra- traditional, like, hula dancers, you know, mm-hmm. that come up on stage and do, like, the di- different, like, Hawaiian dances. One guy was, like, dancing with fire, and it was, like, a kind of a Samoan dance, yeah. so that was really cool to see, and then something happened, wow. so we were talking to these people in line, um, because we were, like, second in line when we were going to the Luo. and, Uh, They ended up sitting right in front. Like, we sat at a table kind of behind them. Like, the tables went sort of like a... I don't know how to describe it. They were closer to the stage. One table closer to the stage than we were. Yeah. So, the guy, the host, who was super funny, it was a great experience, he was like, okay, now we're going to go pick some victims from the audience to come up and dance on stage. Uh So, they literally, the dancers came down, and then we saw them picking people from, like, the front kind of. And I literally was whispering to Heather. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, imagine if we would have sat, like, at that table where, like, the people that, like, we were talking to in line were sitting. Mm-hmm. And because I saw them picking. And then as I say that, the dancer literally taps my shoulder and says, you. Oh. And I'm like, oh, period. I literally said, oh, period. And so I'm like, oh, my God, am I about to do this? So I freaking had to go on stage.
1: Oh,
2: my
0: And this dancer is teaching me the dance, right? Like, she's super cool. Like, we're, like, talking. And she's like, where are you from? What's your name? I'm like, I'm from San Diego. She's like, I love San Diego. She's, like, like talking to me (laughs) while we're, like, freaking dancing. And her name was Lonnie. So shout out to Lonnie at, uh... oh, my gosh, what's the resort's name? I have to shout them out. Hold on. We're going to find it royal kona luau so if you were in kona highly recommend and Lonnie is one of the dancers and i was and we were practicing and she was like teaching me the moves and she was like okay you've got to like swing your hips and i was like hips because i'm like looking at her like um i'm like there are children in the audience <laughs> like there's a lot of old people i was like you want me to shake my ass on stage <laughs> and so I was kind of doing it and I was thinking I was looking at her and I was like okay think Nikki Bella because you guys know I mean you know I'm like wrestling fan If you know the Bella twins you know they do that little like Bella booty shake because that's what she was doing she was like swinging her hips mm-hmm. and I literally my eyes were like we're not on a freaking like club like this is freaking like a luau we're doing a Hawaiian dance they're like beating the drums I'm like how do I freaking swing my hips to like pounding of the drums you know so That's then it comes kind of to the girls went for like the um, the guy dancers with the girl audience member went first, mm-hmm. and they did it all in a group. And I guess I didn't really notice this, but we had kind of like a solo, oh. like, and so me and her were just on stage. And she was doing the dance and I was kind of like watching her and then it went time to like do the hip thing and I'm like shaking my hips like the freaking Bella Twins and the crowd starts being like Like cheering when I did it and I was like oh my god I was like I need to tone it down I need to tone it down I was like there are there are children in the audience I'm like I cannot be swinging them like that. So then, the second time, the second round or time around that we did the dance, I did it a little more like PG. Oh. Um, but yeah, literally, Heather took a video, so I have the video. Oh my god! I will not be posting it, but I'm I can gonna, show you the I'm video. I'm gonna to be me.
1: watching it, guys. You so
0: will be watching the video. I see
1: this? But
0: it was funny because Heather was like dying because she was like, literally, you were just saying you I was like, thank God we're not in the front because they're picking. And then she taps my shoulder and says, "You," and I was like, period. So she was super cool. Like we high-fived at the end and I was like, oh my gosh, like I told her I was like, I was so nervous. I wanted to get a picture with her, but it was weird at the end. They were like, you can come and take pictures of the dancers, but like due to like CDC guidelines, you couldn't go on stage and take pictures with them. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it was weird because I was just on stage. So I wish I would have got a picture of her. Like I wish I would've got would have got her social media.
2: Because mm-hmm. that have
0: been like come on the podcast, girl. Like, I'd love to have her interview her, you know? Right. But it was just so in the moment and I wasn't really thinking. I was just thinking, like, I'm shaking my damn hips on the stage. And, um... But it was funny because if you watch the video, some, like, old lady in the freaking front row, like, zoomed in on me. Oh, while I was doing the shake. I was like, oh, my oh, God. My I'm probably videos. People are going to remember that, you know, and then I was coming out of the freaking stage and all these people were like, great job. Great job. And like giving me high fives. And I was like, literally wanting to crawl under a rock. <laughs> One guy we were sitting with was like, can I get your autograph? I was like, oh, oh my God. God. I was so embarrassed. I like how you shake
1: those heads.
0: You have to tap into it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's crazy to even say it might sound dumb, but it's kind of almost like you're performing and you have to get into that performing, that acting side. Yeah, I'm like that when I'm getting on a stage or like dancing like that, that isn't like Eric, that's like an alter, like ego, No,
1: seriously, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like
0: when I'm out of that realm and then people start giving me attention, I'm like, Oh my God, don't talk to me. Don't look at me. Like it wasn't me. You know, like I can <laughs> tap into it when that I'm like me. on stage, but it was hard to like do the hip shake because I was like, they're beating drums I was like can we get some freaking you know I don't know Britney pumping in here then we'll really get it going awesome. you know I, you know what I'm saying like I was like how do I do this how do I dance to this because Heather was like I was surprised you did get a little more into it and I was like well I didn't know the beat you know <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> what to do
1: I'm surprised to get more into
0: it <laughs> and I was like so like caught off guard that I was on stage right now dancing so it was just one of those moments but it was cool. It was a cool experience for sure that I was able to do that. Um, but yeah, one of the things we didn't get to do that I wish we would have is we didn't get to do the Volcano National Park, which is what the Big Island is known for, because it literally is one giant volcano yeah. they are staying on, which is actually kind of terrifying, but you just don't think about that when you're staying there. Yeah. So we didn't go because it was going to be another two hour drive. We had just done the two hour drive the first day, the second day. And the third day we were like, we just kind of want to relax. You know, we don't want to do that drive again. It's a lot. And we were researching, we were like, what do we do? We don't know. And there was no active lava flowing. And Volcano National Park actually can be kind of dangerous because they close it off because there can be toxic gases that leak out because you're literally going on a hike around like a a caldera where there's lava. So
2: yeah.
0: um part of it was closed because of the air. If you breathe it in, you can, it can poison you. People have oh. died here. Like people have fallen into lava and stuff. And like this oh. guy was telling us stories because he was like, you guys should have went to the Volcano National Park. The excursion guy that did the manta ray thing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, we really were torn about it. We really didn't know if we should have gone or not. And he was telling us stories about, like, this guy that, like, was trying to take pictures and he, like, fell into the lava and there was nothing left of him.
1: Well, you know, that it just like, made you want to go even more, right? I know. It was like, like oh my god, well, so... Like you guys should have really went and telling <laughs> you these stories.
0: Well, so this guy was a <laughs> photographer and he got too close to the lava. So, you know, if you're just hiking the trail, you're not going to get that close to the lava. It's yeah. only if you go and want to be wild and take risks... But yeah, I was not. I did not know that lava. Like, I guess it really just it, you, you. There's nothing left of you if you fall into lava. Oh yeah. It literally melts your bones.
1: Anakin should have died.
0: It, and oh my god, Anakin. He
1: didn't die. He
0: didn't die, he but should he should have. He should have died. Yeah. Guys, we're
1: talking about Star Wars. I'm so sorry.
0: No, that's I love the reference because I was just remembering Anakin fell into freaking lava. Damn. Yeah, that was what that was rough. So didn't get a chance to go there if i do go back to the big island i'd love to go there because they have these like lava tubes that you can go through where like lava was flowing and it left this like underground like tube thing that you can explore but one thing we did check out is like one of the areas where lava was flowing at one point um because you know this is an active volcano so it does erupt sometimes and so um there was all this black lava rock that like led down to like the ocean where the lava was flowing. And that was another thing I wanted to see lava flowing into the ocean, which didn't get a chance to see that.
1: It, the lava flows into the ocean. Yeah, and it
0: creates um, this steam and everything. But there was smelling... the
2: water's hot.
0: Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Right. I don't so there was none <laughs> flowing while we were there. So we were like, I don't know if we're gonna get there and we're gonna be disappointed but we're going to expect something else online. It was also saying parking was super limited.
2: Yeah. So
0: we just decided against it. You know, honestly, like when you're at on vacation, there are some things that you're not going to get a chance to do. Yeah. But let's get into the coffee tour. So the coffee tour is where we saw that giant spider. Um, Heather noticed it. It was like dangling above us. And I was like, Oh my God. Oh, but the coffee tour was so cool. Like I found out so many interesting facts about like coffee and itself and like how it's grown. And they had mango trees and macadamia nut trees. And like, I learned so much about the growing process of coffee and they harvest so much coffee there. And it was so cool to like learn about. And the view was amazing. Cause we were up the side of the volcano. Mm-hmm. So you would look out and you would see like the panoramic view of like the ocean with like the green sort of, you know, mm-hmm. tropical, tropical, plants and stuff right so it was a very cool experience I really enjoyed that coffee tour and I um my dad's birthday just passed so I sent him a bag of coffee from there which was expensive but hey you know that's something unique for a birthday that you don't usually get right it's Kona coffee because it's literally so fresh so we didn't we tried some tea there which there was some tea that's natural to Hawaii that helps with your blood pressure and is supposed to be very natural and just a healing sort of tea. Uh We learned a lot about tea as well. And so, but we didn't try coffee there. Um, They were giving out samples, but we didn't try some because Heather and I were into like sweet coffee. Yeah. we Like the coffee that has, you know, the added sugars and stuff. Um, I can't do a black coffee and I don't do hot coffee. Yeah. So it was a double whammy for me. But the coffee shops that we did go to that I just want to shout out, the one not gonna lie guys i forgot the name of the one that i really liked wait nope the cup does not have the name on it
1: i thought it was but I... like Heiko or something. so
0: Heiko is the one that i got but there was another one called like kona it's just i think kona coffee or something like that it was a cute little place i bought some soap a bar of soap from there too that was made with coffee oh. it was like exfoliating and it smells so good um and then of course I got the chocolate covered macadamia nuts and some macadamia nut cookies, which are amazing. I love me a good macadamia nut. Um, So, but the place that you're talking about was Heiko Coffee. And I went there twice and this was so good. It was like a white mocha with an ube um, sweet foam on top and ube is like a filipino sweet bread yeah and so it's like a it's a purple sweet foam that goes on top and below it is a a white chocolate mocha Mm -hmm. and oh my god guys
1: it likes that ube yeah
0: and i went to a it was weird because i had never heard of ube before at all but then oh really the day before i was leaving so Hawaii, which just, you know, quick little shout out. My cat, Shadow, passed away a week ago. Mm. So uh, we love Penelope. He was 17. So he passed away the day before I went to Hawaii. So like, you know, kind of a rough day. But so I went to go get ice cream with Zach. And um, we went to this, like, I don't know, like this really good ice cream shop. I think it was, I don't think it was vegan, but it was a different sort of ice cream. Tasted mm-hmm. really good. It was in North Park. And we were like, oh, what's good here? Like one of the most popular flavors. And she said ube. And she explained what it was, like a Hawaiian sweetbread. And I was like, that's so interesting. I've never heard of that. And it was purple. And so that's the ice cream that we got. So how weird, fast forward, like a few days later, I'm in Hawaii. And then I see that.
1: And you like the ice cream? The
0: ice cream was amazing. I'll have to take you there. You're going to love it. So how weird that I've never heard of ube before. And then literally a couple days later, I'm looking at the menu at this Heiko coffee shop in Kona,
1: and I I see, like,
0: ube, sweet cream, white chocolate, mocha, and I was like, I know what that is, and I got it, and it was amazing, and the only reason why I got it two days in a row, well, first of all, it was so good, but I got it two days in a row because I kind of convinced Heather to try the coffee because she's not, like, a huge coffee fan, so I was, like... I'm just going to ask the barista for you. What's the sweetest coffee? Cause she likes something really sweet. Yeah. And I told her that like when Lainey and I used to do our coffee reviews, we would do that sometimes because you know, we like a sweet coffee mm-hmm. and the baristas know what's best because they try pretty much everything on the menu for the most part. Yeah so she said it was between that one and another one which I think the other one was like a cold brew which I'm not a big fan of cold brew. Cold
1: brews are actually more bitter.
0: They are yeah stronger. Yeah and it cold brews like hurt my stomach so I'm not I try and stay away from cold brews but um so that I got that again and I told her to get it and she got it and she really liked it
1: Oh, that's good. I I like that she liked it. I know,
0: me too. I was excited. But, like, I'm not a big coffee drinker. I only drink coffee, like, a little bit. I mostly stick to matcha. Mm -hmm. So I had coffee, like, every day when I was in Hawaii. And I was feeling kind of, like, off. Like, by the fourth day that I had the coffee, I was feeling, like a little, like, kind of gross. Yeah. And so I switched to matcha for the rest of the trip, and I felt, I feel like I felt so much better.
1: Yeah.
0: Because matcha is just, like, better for you than coffee. Like, mm-hmm. it has, like, those antioxidants, and it has, um... It has, like, boosts, natural ca- caffeine. Natural caffeine boosts your metabolism, stuff like that. So I saw definitely saw, like, a change in my, like, energy when I switched to matcha in the morning, because that's usually what I drink.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: no regrets at all like definitely if you're going to hawaii the big island you have to get coffee and just some things i guess i would recommend like you know you have to go to akaka falls you have to do the black sand beach there's a green sand beach that we didn't do green green but it kind of is not like a cute green like you're thinking of it kind of is almost like a
1: a yucky green
0: yucky green so we were looking at pictures and we're like nah Mm -hmm. so we didn't do that Um, I would say go to the volcano, but plan accordingly because it is kind of like a high like hike, you know, like it's a lot of hiking. So I just think that we were too tired to do it the third day. So and we were like no active lava. Why are we going, you know? So I would say try and do that. But things that I did that I would recommend, definitely a coffee tour, definitely a Kaka Falls definitely the black sand beach definitely get an ocean view because the reason why we did that like shout out to heather's friends i don't know what their names are but she was talking to them and they said that they went to hawaii and they didn't have an ocean view and they said that they wish that they would have gotten an ocean view Mm -hmm. because it made the trip for them and then i mean i know this is really extra but if you (laughs) can like i would get a convertible or at least a car where you can see out the top like you know some of those cars have like the glass on top now because that really makes the trip or get kind of like a jeep because driving around the island it is cool to have like that view and like you don't have any sort of like windows you need to look out
1: and and it's like hot enough there to where it's like you can do that
0: except so when you get to the top of the volcano it was freezing we had to put the top ups because we were so high in altitude that it actually got really really cold you're
1: driving like high up but if you're just like driving around like the area and you're just doing coffee shops and stuff like that or even like maybe driving down the coast or something Mm -hmm. like I think that is an awesome way to experience it with a convertible or just something where you can clearly see like the environment you can see everything around you rather being in a enclosed car exactly yeah you
0: get all the views and driving around and even like walking the island because a few days like I would like walk the island and like but that water is strong like the rip current and there were signs everywhere like I've never felt such strong waves before like the waves are big and they're very powerful like you know if you stand in the sand and you just stand in one spot like your feet will get like buried in the sand Mm
2: -hmm.
0: that doesn't happen in Hawaii like even if you stand in the same spot your feet will go a little bit buried but then the waves or the water is so strong that like pulls you in Mm -hmm. so like the sand that all comes in like it's pulled out you know? Yeah. And the waves are just so incredibly strong. Like, I I kind of expected that, but not to that extent. Yeah. Like, how I almost get knocked right over (laughs) a couple times with those waves, because I didn't go, like, in, but I went, like, in enough where I was feeling like the effects of the waves. Yeah. Um, uh, I definitely feel like I'd want to go a little bit deeper into the ocean, like on the sand, like when I'm swimming. Mm-hmm. Not like where I'm actually swimming, but maybe a little more in than I was. I was just a little scared because I was like, oh, I don't want to get like taken out, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I think for sure, I would definitely recommend going to Hawaii. It's something you have to do before you know, you, you die, I guess Not <laughs> has been morbid, <laughs> but like, it's definitely something that you should do. Um, the big Island I would highly recommend. I mean, I can't compare it to other islands because it's the only one we've done so far, but I'll definitely be back. Like I said, airfare from San Diego is pretty cheap. So that's super nice. Um, when I got on the plane to go to Hawaii, I have never seen so many happy people before. Usually when you get on a plane to go somewhere, everyone's, like, miserable. Everyone was, like, smiling. And the flight attendants had, like, Hawaiian shirts on and layers. Everyone
1: was just ready to go. They
0: were so happy. So, I was... The energy on the flight was really good, especially the flight there. So, I... And the airport's all outside in Kona. Like, the gates, everything is outside. It's actually really wild. That's
1: interesting. It's a bit
0: of, like, a culture shock. But very cool. So, Like I said, I would love to go back to the big island, but probably not for a while. I'd probably like to see the other islands first. But yeah, definitely recommend Lainey. We're gonna have to start planning that trip.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, everything that you said that you did, I feel like, like you said, like everybody should definitely go there. But more importantly, if anything, Eric said that he did, and you were kind of like, oh my god, I would want to do that. Like, then you should definitely book a trip to Hawaii sometime in the near or distant future.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I really enjoyed talking about my trip to Hawaii with you. And if you guys haven't already, make sure to follow us on that Instagram at DreamAttractionPod.
1: Make sure to follow us on Apple and Spotify and make sure to give us those five stars. And we'll see you next Tuesday for an all new episode. Happy dreaming.